0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode four of the Turn Right podcast. In today's episode, we are going to be talking about six ways that you can build and keep effective writing habits so that you can finish your work in process. Tip number one, write every single day. This is especially important if you are a new writer, this is your first or second attempt at writing a book. Because, you know, your writing muscles are not as strong, and they are going to break down much more easily if you take a day off. Of course, sometimes there are circumstances beyond your control where you can't write every day. You know, you have obligations in your life that you need to show up for. But if I'm in control, I really don't like to take a day off. If I know I'm going to go to happy hour after work, I might bring my computer to work and write during lunch. If I know I'm going to go out on Saturday night, I will switch up my writing routine and not write in the evening, but instead write in the afternoon. I get anxious if I take even one day off of writing, so I like to write through Christmas, vacation. I would rather write two sentences than none at all. Of course, sometimes you do get to that mental breaking point where you feel like you know, you're just so tired of mental work and it's not really helping your creativity to write. In those cases, I think it is good to take a day off. But for the most part, you should be writing mostly every day. You're not going to become a writer by sitting in Starbucks one day a week for eight hours. That will be impossible to focus, impossible for you to catch up and you won't make consistent progress. So you really need to write every single day. Number two, write at the same time every day. Build your writing schedule like it's your corporate nine-to-five job so that when you sit down at your computer, you feel like it's Monday morning, you know, you have to turn on your computer, you have to check your emails, you have to schedule your calendar invites for this week, you have to fill out your timesheet, you have to do all of those things. And if you build this schedule, you will be mentally prepared and ready to write whenever you you sit down because you are in the habit of doing so. Some people are larks, some people are night owls. Really hone in on what you are and build your schedule around that. I would feel totally off my game and unproductive if for some reason I tried writing at 6 a.m. I don't think I've ever written before 1 p.m. come to think of it. So for me, My evening routine looks like this, have dinner around 5.30, workout around 6, 6.30, take a shower and be writing by 7.30 so that I can write from about 7.30 to about 10 o'clock at night and that's what works for me, that's when I'm the most creative, that's whenever I'm in the writing zone. Number three, prepare yourself before writing. It's important to mentally prepare yourself so you know what you're going to write about, on my long commutes home from work, I often think about my plot and where I wanna take it that night. I think about my writing whenever I do my run after work. I think about my writing whenever I take a shower. And in those three places, I can kind of get myself in the mindset that I'm going to be a disciplined writer. This is where I'm taking my story today. These are my word count goals for today. This is what I wanna accomplish today. You can also prepare yourself physically by grabbing some water or a snack before you start writing so you're not interrupted by those things that can, especially if you're a highly sensitive person, those types of things can make you unable to concentrate. So just like an athlete prepares before a big game by eating a granola bar and some Gatorade, maybe you need to do that before you're writing. Also, sometimes unopened text messages can make me unproductive. I will feel like I have to respond to them, so it's easier for me if I can just kind of respond to all of my text messages before I start writing and then turn my phone over or place it far away from me in the room so that I am not texting and being distracted by that and then going on Instagram and then going on Facebook and being distracted by my phone. So really make sure you can prepare yourself mentally, eliminate distractions that may come up so that whenever you have this limited amount of time every single day to do your writing especially if you have a nine to five job then you can be very productive during this time number four get control over your daily routine tasks this is so so important a lot of people make excuses for not going after whatever dream they want to accomplish whether it is being a musician being a writer you know, being more involved with the church or starting a nonprofit or whatever your side hustle nighttime dream is. A lot of people say they can't do it because there's laundry in the washer, there's grocery shopping to be done, there's bathrooms that need to be cleaned, there's grass that needs to be cut. There are all of these things that we get overwhelmed by and we have to do these things on a daily, weekly, monthly basis. Now, obviously, it is easier for me as a single person without a family who is not a homeowner to kind of have less responsibility and more time for my writing. I 100% acknowledge that. But then again, everyone's schedule is different, and I commute over an hour each way to and from my 40-hour-a-week job. So we all have different challenges and struggles. But I find the best way to not get caught up in these daily routine activities that really don't add a whole lot of value to your life. Yes, I do find a lot of value in having, you know, a clean house, eating healthy, working out. But at the end of the day, those kinds of things are not going to feed my soul. They're not going to feed my passions And so you have to let go of some of that perfectionism around those things. You have to be okay with having some clutter on your desk. That shouldn't prevent you from working. You need to be able to concentrate on your work more than the clutter. Angela Duckworth, the author of Grit, says that very successful people who have a lot of grit are able to overlook those kind of daily things and really concentrate I also kind of call this the mark zuckerberg method how mark zuckerberg always wears the same thing every day so he doesn't waste any mental energy on picking out his outfits i personally sit on my bed when i write and i like to be comfortable because i'm using less mental energy with you know instead of sitting at a desk i'm on my bed so in my opinion i'm using less mental energy doing that and being physically present And I can have more mental energy to go after my work. But it's a good idea to bucket these daily activities maybe one day a week for a few hours so you can get a grip on them. So for example, on Sunday, I do my grocery shopping. I do my meal prep. I do ironing my clothes for the entire week. So I'm not spending time on that every single day of the week. It also obviously helps if you have money to spend that can help you out. Like maybe maybe you don't pack your lunch two days a week. Instead, you spend money on lunch out, but by not packing your lunch, you have 15 extra minutes to work on your writing. Or maybe you have extra money where you can hire someone to clean your house once a week. Even if you don't have that extra money, find creative ways to get a grip on these daily activities. You know, just because you have laundry doesn't mean that you can't write everyone has laundry and you have to figure out a way to get ahead of those activities it's the same if you were studying for a certification like if you're getting an nba or a cpa you have to find a way that you can add that extra time into your day to work on those things that will truly advance your career or truly satisfy you and truly bring you closer to achieving your dreams number five believe in yourself It is so important to have confidence and faith with your writing. Don't listen to the naysayers. There are tons of people online that say there are all these rules to being a successful writer. There are people that say, if you're not a published author, you shouldn't be giving advice. And to those people, I would have to say that the intern doesn't learn from the CEO. The intern learns from the analyst. The analyst learns from the senior analyst. So, you know, what may work for Cormac McCarthy and J.K. Rowling may not work for a very newly minted writer with no publishing history. So anyway, don't listen to these people that say the American dream is not, is dead and you, why would you write? You can't make any money and all of these things. The American dream is not dead. It is alive and well, and people achieve it every day. Yes, it is incredibly hard. It takes an incredible amount of grit to get where you want to go in life. But if you are truly passionate about something, if you have the talent, the God-given ability to do it, you can get yourself there. Um, Rachel Hollis is a really great person for motivation and inspiration. I would encourage you to read some of her work, especially if you're a woman. I think she's very relatable and inspirational you know, just remember Starbucks, Walt Disney World, all of these things were once just ideas in someone's head. So why can't your idea be an idea in a book? And, you know, you think about all of these famous authors and how many times they were rejected and the numbers are staggeringly against you, but do not look at the statistics, believe in yourself there's not a bunch of evil people controlling something so that prevents you from getting published or whatever. You just really have to learn the in- learn the industry, work relentlessly, try new methods, don't give up. For me, I had a lot of crippling doubt whenever I began writing. I'm used to this very academic finance world where everything is cut and dry, where the expectations are known to you, where People look at you like you're crazy if you say you like writing science fiction. People will tell you that's impossible. And in my work, in my day job, I am a very numbers driven person and I understand statistics very well. So I'm not denying those statistics or those realities, but. Everyone started somewhere once, and I truly do believe that America, or wherever you live, there are opportunities to seize them and to believe in your dreams. For me, a way that I kind of overcome that doubt and negativity that is so prevalent in our world is that I write a quote in a book every single day, a quote that inspires me, a quote that's maybe about hard work, a Bible verse, maybe a Taylor Swift song lyric, whatever it is, I write that down as kind of an intuitive, inspirational message to me to keep going and to keep believing. And then I write something concrete that I did that day. Did I write a thousand words? Did I edit? Did I go to a writing conference? And so personally, whenever I become a published author, I can look back and say that every single day that I worked up to that point, I struggled, and these are my struggles on paper, but at the end of the day, I believed and I prevailed, so I would definitely utilize a tactic like that, meditation, prayer, mental discipline, um, whatever it takes. You just need to believe in yourself, have confidence in your work. We all start out sucking, and from the very first work in process that I started writing to where I am now, I see tremendous improvement And I've had that improvement because I've written every day, because I've been so disciplined to my work, because I've built this writing schedule in place, because I have a grip on my daily routine. So so self-belief is just as important as putting in the day in and day out work. Number six, set goals for yourself. Your goal should be something that inspires you every single day. Goals give you something to work towards. I'm a huge fan of doing the a thousand words a day in the drafting phase. That kind of helps you see progress in your novel, but not feel totally overwhelmed. It fits well if you have a nine to five job. You could also do a chapter goal, or you could be a little bit more flexible and say you're going to have twenty thousand words written in two months. And you know, maybe you're someone that is less of a fan of schedules and you kind of fluctuate how many words you write a day. But as long as you get to 20,000 words by March 1st, you're fine with it. Maybe your goal is to have your second draft finished by the time this writing conference comes up. Whatever it is, make sure you have external measurements to keep yourself accountable. In this industry, we don't have nine to five jobs until maybe we're published. We don't have people watching over us telling us what to do. We don't have board examinations that you have to study for. So we have to give ourselves some sort of external metric because writing is such an introverted process. So set these goals for yourself in the external world. Make sure you have a quantifiable way to go about writing your book and achieving your version of success. So I hope these six tips helped you or inspired you. Let me know, what do you do to build more effective writing habits? I would love to know please connect with me on my socials. Give this podcast a rating if you found it helpful. Keep reading, keep writing, and keep querying, and I will see you guys on my next road trip.